0: You came out tonight early, aggressive. What was different for you tonight in terms of just setting the tone with your game in this game? Ball. Ball. Ball.
1: Ball. This is Orange Ball Juice, the show where I make my two teenage sons co-host a basketball podcast with me, so they can tell their dad what to think about the NBA, and hopefully help me win my fantasy pool. So, without further ado. Ball. Welcome to Orange Ball Juice, always fresh, never toxic, family-friendly B-ball blabber. My name is Brooks and as always I'm joined by my two household NBA analysts, my teenage sons, Spency G and Marky Man. How you doing, Spency?
0: Doing pretty well.
1: And Marky Man, how you going? I'm doing good. Great. Well, we're recording this on a Monday because it was Easter weekend and we were super busy and it actually works well because the season ended yesterday on Easter Sunday. So now we can kind of do our regular season review and our playoff preview all in one go. We don't have to be talking about the last couple of games. And uh, you know some house cleaning here too. Like you know, we're we're not going to talk too much about some of the things that we've talked about in previous episodes. Like last episode, we talked about the NCAA championship game, but that's ancient history now. So, congrats to LSU and congrats to the Huskies in the men's final. This is an NBA podcast, so let's get down to business. <clears throat> and I'm look at the very last week of the NBA regular season and take a look at some highlights. That was awesome. And low lights. Come on, dude. All right. So, Spencer G, what was your highlight from this week?
0: My highlight was OKC winning the or not winning the um <laughs> getting into the play in tournament. Right. Um I mean, I really, really wanted them to get into the plan the whole season because I think they're very exciting. and I think they have a bright future. Um, And Shea has been playing amazing. He's Canadian, which is great. He's finished the season averaging 31.4 points, Incredible. which is fourth yeah. best in the NBA, which is pretty insane. And uh, the Mavs did not make it into the plan, which is also a positive that came from that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think... Uh... None of us were exactly rooting for the Mavericks, and certainly, um, the Thunder are a feel-good story. Um, and you know, the Mavericks are maybe proof that you can't always just you know trade your way into into being a good team. Um, they didn't. They certainly didn't get any better, and it didn't yeah. work. Their big high risk uh, trade. Whereas OKC, on the other hand, yeah, they're a team on the rise. They got amazing young talent and they're probably only gonna get better. But um yeah, I I think that's great. And also, you know, Giddy and all these guys, you know, Dort, we have a couple two Canadians on the team, um Shea, Gilgis, Alexander and lugens Dort, which is amazing. So they're fun to uh for us as Canadians to root for them. What do you think, Marky Man? You think they got a bright future? Do you think they're what do you think?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean they're obviously tenth, so they're gonna get a pretty good draft pick this year too. And obviously uh Chet is coming back, so it should be uh, it should be really good for OKC in years coming.
1: Yeah, I think we can all agree that, that their whole season is a highlight. Yeah, they they they, they squeaked in there uh, at the tenth tenth seed. They're in tough against the Pelicans, although, you know, the Pelicans have a lot of question marks. So we'll see. I think the sky's the limit. If any team, I mean, from where I'm standing, you know, if they play really, really well, they have a chance to beat any of these teams that are in the the bland tournament right now. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see where they end up. And so, Marky Man, what's your uh, low light?
2: My low light is go uh, Gobert throwing a punch at Kyle Anderson in the timeout. <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah. And then Jaden McDaniels punching punching wall out of anger and fracturing his hand
1: yeah so a couple really dumb punches um ultimately the uh the jade mcdaniels mcdaniels one might be an even more costly punch yeah um because it's just a total you know <laughs> Unforced error. I mean, Rudy Gobert lost his temper. I saw he made a public apology. Uh, he's obviously feels mm. like an idiot, which he was acting like an idiot. You don't punch your, mm-hmm. your teammate. I heard that it was like the dumbest exchange.
2: Yeah, it was like yeah. grab a rebound. No, you get a few blocks, and yeah. then and then
1: yeah. he got upset and he
2: yeah he punched. I him. mean, I, I obviously Kyle Anderson was being stupid as well. Like yeah. but obviously yeah, you can't just throw a punch at your teammate.
1: No, no. You really really shouldn't. Um and so and it's it, it it's the team that's suspending him. Yeah. To, and so for them to have to be put in that position where they're like, okay, <laughs> our center who we just tr- traded like, you know, for we are making we have a one potentially one and done all or nothing game and we're still suspending him. He put he basically put them in a terrible position because yeah, yeah. what are you going to do? Not Whoa. discipline them? Yeah,
2: I mean it isn't technically a one and done game because the loser of oh the, right right because they're yeah. right
1: they're eight so if they yeah. if they lose they still have to play mm-hmm. the 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 winner of the of the nine ten seed, fine but you know what I mean like it's mm-hmm. like a it's yeah. really bad if they lose that game yeah. they need all the help they can get and they certainly need him, yeah. so they the team's in a bad position so, and then the Jade McDaniel's thing it's like what do you what
0: I. Yeah need to hear what the context is because they won that game no but it was it was like halftime or something it was halftime yeah it wasn't at the end of the game he was just like
1: i I don't even know i can't i don't remember the whole thing what happened but he was like upset about something during the game um a call or whatever and then on his you know it's just one of those things where sometimes it's a guy throws a water bottle sometimes it's a guy you know you know swears a blue streak or whatever he does, does something. And he just quickly just, you can see him do it on the way on the tunnel. He jabs yeah. the wall and right away, you could tell he recoils and he fractured his hand. He's probably out for the playoffs.
0: I think he's, he's done. Or yeah. It just says there's no time to but he's yeah. definitely. So
2: done.
1: yeah, I mean, it's, it's just another chapter in the weird odyssey. That is the Minnesota Timberwolves season. Yeah. You know, you've been saying, you know, they just had some good news. Carl Anthony Towns came back finally, and then all this stuff happens. It's like they could throw it all away, yeah, all at once. You know, yeah. if they lose this game, if they like play a bad, and even if they, you know, even if they win against the Lakers, um, like, you know, it that doesn't mean like they they just lost a key ah. player, you know. Yeah. The whole thing is just a disaster and they just seem like – they don't seem like a team and there's just more evidence that actually cares about each other and wants to mm-hmm. play cohesively. <clears throat> so I don't know. Maybe they just don't deserve to win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But um, anyway, that's, uh, that's about – those are the those are the highlights and lowlights um, for for the last week. There was plenty of others. There's tons of talk to talk about in the last week of uh, of the regular season. But um, what I want to do is talk about, uh, look at your predictions from um, this week's games, and find out. What happened? Now. Nobody wants to sit here and analyze midweek games from the last week of the season because, you know, it's the playoffs and we know what the seedings are. So it's kind of ancient history. It's kind of boring to talk about. But there, nonetheless, you guys have had a long season of predicting games every week and going head to head in terms of your your totals. So going into this week, um, we I had you pick four, four games that I thought were interesting. We had the Lakers um, were... Um, Were hosted by the Clippers, and the Clippers really have the Lakers' number. I think it's been ten games or maybe eleven games now. Um, But anyway, Spencer, what happened that game?
0: Uh, The Clippers
1: won. Yeah, so the Clippers won one twenty five to one eighteen. It was an important game for both teams because obviously uh, the Clippers were fighting to finish to try to finish as high as they could, and the Lakers, of course, were still fighting um, to fight it to to finish as high as they could in the plan. But for whatever reason. Um the Clippers always beat the Lakers or at least in recent times they have. They they seem to beat them a lot. Yeah. So
2: Well uh Westbrook seemed to be angry and he he was a top performer. He like yeah, he was shooting threes. He was disrespecting the Lakers. He was like they were they were daring him to shoot and he made them and you know. That's
1: right. He had a huge game for them and I, it's funny because I think what has been proven just the way the regular season ended for the Clippers is that Westbrook actually was a good pickup for them. And there's, I don't Mm -hmm. think there's any debating that. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think, Mm. yeah, it ended up being a good fit for them. It it was certainly an upgrade from Reggie Jackson, you know, Um, I don't think that can be denied. So I think I don't, although, I mean, we're going to get into some of our matchups later, you know, they do have to play uh, Phoenix, and Phoenix has home home court advantage, so we'll see how it all shakes out. But nonetheless, I think you know. And oh, and Paul George uh, supposedly is not going to be ready to go um, to start the playoffs. At least, I mean, so. he's
2: saying he he said himself like he's he thinks he can play in the playoffs. Like he's trying to. It's hardest.
1: I, I'm sure he will show up at some point, but um, I mean, I don't know. It's it's tricky. Like at his age, and you know, it's a, it's a knee injury, right?
2: uh yeah
1: it wasn't at that th- that game against uh OKC and uh Dort was like it was like a hard foul and he yeah, came yeah, down yeah. and he and he was kind of messed up after that but um yeah i mean it was uh it's it's been a very interesting season for the clippers you know we talked uh to clippers superfan Paul Shear and at that time they remember at the time when we talked to Paul they it was like a five game losing streak and it looked like mm-hmm everything was falling apart. Yeah. That was They well, They they still they had Westbrook. It looked like it wasn't going to work, but they really...
2: Um, well, I mean, yeah, I remember I said that, though. It was like they weren't losing terribly. It seems oh, I was no. like I just... I think it might have just been like what I said last... What I said then, I was like, I think it might just be a strand of, like, bad luck.
1: Yeah, I think they just... Whatever, they just... Uh, they went through a string... Yeah, you're right. They went through a tough mm-hmm. string... Of games. Remember they lost that that was like the highest scoring game of all time or whatever and they lost to Sacramento they lost those squeakers but then they put it together. Oh and another but one bright spot for the Clippers not to go on and on about the Clippers is that Powell came back because remember he was out for a while and in that game last Wednesday he had 27 points uh, two rebounds, four assists two steals and a block which is a pretty monster game. Um, and the other thing is that Kawhi, he was player of the week for the last week. Yeah. Of, um, so he's back. I mean, he's, like, looked as good as he ever has. And that alone, I think, gives them a chance to make a run. So anyway, Wednesday, we won't talk about that game too much, Marky Man, but it did affect the Raptors. Atlanta ended up beating um, Washington uh, also on Wednesday, 134-116. to 116. So Trey had a big game, you know. Uh, you know the Raptors were trying to fight to to finish with a higher record than Atlanta, and that yeah. would have made them in seven and eight instead yeah. of nine ten. Didn't happen because they ended up with the same uh, record, um, which what, what was it forty one and forty one? I think yeah, it's yeah. A Raptors record. Yeah. Um, so same with Atlanta, but Atlanta had the season series, so it came down to that. Um, so they they ended up finishing eight, and we ended up finishing nine. So we got to win two games they could potentially have to play one. It stinks, but what are you going to do? Now, the next game, really quickly, has a lot of controversy around it. Um, on Friday, Chicago was in Dallas uh, to take on the Mavericks. And at the time, the Mavericks weren't yet mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. So, Spencer, what happened?
0: Uh, Yeah, so Chicago won by three, and Luka got... He started the game, but then was sat after the first quarter. Yeah. And it was definitely, it was, I mean, I I still don't know what my opinion is. Here's what I'm saying. And I think a lot of people have been saying, even if they made the plan, they would make zero impact. Even if they got through the plan, it doesn't matter. Yeah, They're not good. They would lose. So I think that, Either way, they were going to end up losing Kyrie in the offseason. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't think that's determined yet. It's not determined I mean, yet, but I think there's going to really, be. I don't know. It's it's not looking good. Yeah. So I think they're just like, you know what? Let's just give ourselves a little bit higher draft pick chance. You know, like let's I, not. Yeah. But you're saying that I don't know. I think
2: there's like, a like a. I think there's a pretty good chance Kyrie does stay. Like I don't think it's like he's he's testing the waters, but he says. Like he he wants to play, like okay, he likes the world. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, yeah. But the problem I, is, he may not have, off? He, I'm supposed yeah. to go off what he says, you know. Like. Sure, sure.
1: But he may not. There might not be that many takers. Is the issue right?
0: I guess that's true. But also, they're not going to be any better. They'd have to bring in a lot.
1: Well, that's the problem. Well, so that's
0: kind of the issue. In what? But what do they have to give anymore?
1: The one thing I will say is that they did have some issues with injuries with both Luca and Kyrie, and they didn't really have it. I mean, I'm trying to give them maximum credit. Maybe if they'd both been totally healthy the whole time, almost certainly they would have won more games. Um, And, Mm -hmm. you know, they, they just barely, I mean, they probably wouldn't have done any better than just the play in, but it didn't ever really gel. And I think a lot of that was to do with injuries. All of that said, I, I mean, it was a high stakes move to begin with. Now, yeah, mm-hmm. they basically gutted the team, and I think it's a situation where now Mark Cuban has to be like, I guess we're gonna offer Kyrie like a max contract yeah. Yeah. to get him to stay.
0: Yeah, at this point, Mark Cuban's whole thing is like, just don't lose Luca. That's pretty much all he cares about. And the reason that they'd have to keep Kyrie is because otherwise Luca would there'd be a higher chance he wants out. Yeah, and so. I, at this point, if I was Mark Cuban, I'd be like Luka Doncic is a top five player in the NBA. Yeah, I would trade him for everything he could possibly get. At the point where, like, I don't think they have anything to offer other than those two. And I don't think anyone necessarily even wants Kyrie, especially not for a max contract. So if I was Mark Cuban, if we're actually talking about the future of the team and not, you know resting on our laurels then it's i think you gotta you gotta trade
1: i feel like the thing is about that's a tough pill to swallow they just signed up like he's got i know like that's four, why three yeah. years left on his deal or something or whatever i is. know
0: that's why it's frustrating but like if Kyrie leaves and luca wants out
1: well mark that's that's exactly the point mark cuban may not have to make the decision because if luke shows yeah, <laughs> if true. luke is like i want out well then but that's if, what if it he becomes. does
0: want out then his value might also go well down yeah if,
1: if he wa- exactly if he wants out then they're in a weaker <laughs> bargaining
0: position yeah so it's like yeah i i just i don't know what they're gonna do because no it's a disaster that whole that whole thing
1: is yeah. a disaster because it kind of feels like they're not no matter what they do let's say they lose Kyrie and keep him. well now what what are you mm-hmm. going to do? Like you could yeah. sign other guys. Sure. But who even wants to go there? Cause it feels like an unstable situation. Yeah. You're not, it's going to be hard to attract anyone.
0: Yeah. How, how do yeah. you
1: rebuild? You, you don't have any draft picks or anything to build with Lucas still. It's only, he's, he's still super young. And even after his deals up, he's yeah. just going to walk anyway. That's so,
0: why it's like, cause he is so young. And if he stayed there, you probably would be time to maybe figure things out. Mm-hmm. Except if you lose Luca and Kyrie, the fans are going to lose their mind. Everyone's going to be pissed off. Oh god! Like, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, and that's part of it. Part of it, from a business standpoint, is like Luca. He even, even the, if even like, if they're a five hundred team and they're barely making the playoffs, he still I think helps fill that building, right? Yeah, he's probably because he's a superstar player them. and he's exciting. Like I, yeah. I would go see a 500 team that had Luca on it just because you get to see a superstar player play. And it's, it's extremely entertaining. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but it is very like, and I think that's what they're concerned about because at the end of the day, there are, they're still kind of like, there's three teams in Texas, right. And they all Mm -hmm. stink. And it's the, actually, I think it's the first time in a long time that all three haven't made the playoffs of the, of, of the Rockets, the Mavericks uh, and the Spurs and those teams have all had stretches. Those they've all won championships. They've all had stretches of being great. And like the Spurs were like a dynasty. Mm -hmm, The Rockets had a couple back to back in the, in the nineties and,
2: and and they had worth Harden. Yeah. And they've had, and
1: they've been like these great teams at different times and the Mavericks too, like the Mavericks have had their history. And last season they went to the Western conference. Exactly. That's
0: why I was just so angry at them for getting rid of Brunson and Sonny well that's Kyrie. that
1: that was that was it. Like getting rid of Brunson was the thing I think that Luca was like because the problem now is even if Luca's like, Oh, I want to stay in Dallas, the problem that he was having is his load, right? Yeah. They're like, Oh, sorry, you gotta play like basically forty eight minutes a game or whatever, yeah. like just absurd amounts of minutes in order for us to have a chance. Yeah. And it's just gonna one of these times, like yeah, he's young and he's crazy and durable, but one of these yeah. times it could lead to catastrophic injury. Like he doesn't want to, like yeah. that's not mm-hmm. fair to him to ask that much of him anyway. Well, yeah. enough about that depressing situation. So, and then the last game um, that I had you guys try to predict, which was very difficult at the time, um, I think, because we didn't know what exactly the teams involved that we were playing for. But also last Friday, Golden State was in Sacramento to take on the Kings. So Marky, what happened there?
2: I'm Golden State won. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, uh, I had the top performer as uh, Sabonis, I believe.
1: Yeah, you did. I can't. And you, you well, you thought, I was, Sacramento, I, I was thought gonna Sacramento was going to win the game, and which they didn't. It was Sac, uh, Golden State came out on top 119 to 97. Yeah. And what was sort of, um, I think, that, you know, Golden State only ended up clinching their playoff spot. Uh, because they finished 6th um, yeah. um, on Sunday, just yesterday. Like, all of that was just determined, those, those final standards Lakers Yeah, the Lakers, and Lakers
2: were fighting for 6th.
1: Yeah, exactly, and the Lakers, they ended up being in 7th at 43-39, and 39, whereas Golden State ended up 44-38. and 38. So, although that game was probably more important to Golden State than it was to Sacramento, because Sacramento, they're, they knew they were going to finish top 3. Mm. Uh, they, in fact, had a chance of finishing even... Um, higher at one point, but they were pretty by that by that point it was pretty obvious they were gonna finish third. So for them it was less of a game and sure enough Golden State ended up winning it. So when you predicted it, you didn't necessarily know yeah. all of that. Um but anyway, um it's a it ended up being a uh playoff preview, which we thought it might be and it was, um, which is going to be interesting. I think it's gonna be a really that's a very difficult to predict series
2: from, from, yeah, I from mean, where I'm standing. Again, it's the Golden State Warriors, Wiggins is probably going to be back. Like, it's... That's right. They're defending champions. Like, they know how to win in the playoffs. Absolutely. They are probably the best team in the league at winning the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's also just, like, you're right. The main thing is, like, each one of those guys has been in a situation where everybody thought there was, you know, trouble, blah, blah, blah. But now, here they are in the playoffs, pretty much fully healthy. Wiggins is back. Like, and... Guess who they got back? They went and were like, "Oops, we never okay. should have gotten rid of Gary Payton." Yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah. uh, what's his name? Um, uh, all, all these like other bit players are starting to play, started to play really well for them. These guys like they kind of replenish their bench. Like these mm. bench guys have been playing well. Um, what's his name? Uh, Kaminga,
2: Jonathan Kaminga.
1: Yeah, and uh, who's really? the who's the uh, DiVincenzo? Yep. And some of these guys have actually performed pretty well um, for them.
2: So yeah. and it almost seems like that's what the Lakers are trying to do too because they just signed Tristan Thompson and then some other okay, bench guy. Tristan I, well is they, so trash. Well, like. they no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's all. It's not for skill at all. It's just so, a playoff experience signing because he has yeah. tons of playoff I experience. Guess. He can go I've, in
1: and do like do like one assignment and I, like sub in for you. Know, I think
2: it's, you know, it's seven, seven play ten minutes, minutes,
1: whatever. Yeah, I understand the
2: yeah. idea. Well, I also think I it's guess. more of just like.
0: I don't think. I think he on the got bench. the job because he knows LeBron. Yeah, probably. LeBron's like, it. yeah,
1: he wants. He likes chatting. LeBron's or, like, I need someone to chat yeah.
2: with. Like. Or it's like, yeah, they they sign him just because, like, yeah. yeah, he'll be he'll probably be a voice. He can in the grab bench, rebounds. That's yeah, 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 that's it.
1: Well, exactly. He goes in and gives, uh, um, gives a little bit of relief to to some of your starters. Gets a couple of rebounds. Then they sub him back out. No. Oh, Merlin is in the environment. Our dog, Merlin, has entered the podcasting studio and is touring around and having a look at what's going on. Uh, hey, Merlin, how are you doing, buddy? Oh, he's licking my leg now. This is insane. He doesn't usually come in here when we're podcasting, but he, uh, he. we might have him do some his own playoff picks, so you'll have to look for that on Instagram. Um, anyway, so that's that wraps up the, those games from last week. We kind of talk about them in... in, in uh, In broad terms, what we didn't get into what your guys' picks were, but I'll just make it brief. Marky Mann uh, was right about Clippers versus Lakers and Atlanta over uh, Washington, but he missed. He predicted Dallas would beat Chicago, and he predicted that Sacramento would beat Golden State, which he was wrong about that, and he was 2-4 and in the week. The only one that Spencey got wrong was L.A. uh, versus L.A. You picked the Lakers over the Clippers, so what this means coming into the final week of the season, Marky man was 42 and 68 and Spencey G was 42 and 68. That's just straight um, wins and losses pick. So you had you're you were both at 618 batting average coming into this final week. Uh, so Marky man got two out of four this week and Spencey G got three out of four. So we finished the regular season with Spencey G just edging out Marky man 45 to 44 out of 72 wins. So a fin- your regular season batting average was 625 versus Markyman 611. Now, to be clear, to be clear, we don't do spreads. We don't do point differential type stuff. We just do straight wins and losses. But I do try to pick games that I think are hard to predict, and you guys did a great job this this season finishing over 500. So kudos. However, just to take this week as an example, when I, your combined point differential, Markyman, over four games was 49 points. So you were off by 49 points. And, and Spencey G's was 41. So he just edged you out there. So it is very hard to predict games uh, accurately. Um, although you guys hit the bullseye a few times each this season. So kudos. That's it for our, um, our final uh, version of that segment. So um, shall we move on? Because we got a little bit to cover. We ha- we've already covered a little bit of playoffs, but we got to keep going. Um, and uh, before we move on, I just want to say, hey, Orange Ball Juicers, please subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, we want to hear from our listeners, so hit us up on Instagram at Orange Juice or email us at orangeballjuice at gmail.com. Send us your NBA questions and hot takes. All right, it's time to bust out the B-Ball barometer and look ahead to next week's games. Buckets forecast. Post-season edition.
0: Uh, Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me?
2: Playoffs?
1: All right, so, fellas, the play-in tournament starts tomorrow night, Tuesday, April 11th. So... We got in the East. We got number eight Atlanta in Miami taking on number seventh seed Miami. All right, Spency. what's the forecast?
0: Uh, Miami is going to win by eight, and it's going to be Jimmy Butler as a top performer. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: And so, Marky Man, who do you got in that game?
2: Um, I have Atlanta winning with uh, Trey young as a proper foreigner and the winning by eight. All
1: right. And so, and the other game, the Western game. Now we just talked a lot about a little bit about both teams the Timberwolves are in a real tough spot right now. They're not going to have go bear mm-hmm. for this game. Um, they're taking on the Lakers in LA LA is going to be, you know, it's LeBron's back. He's healthy. 80s healthy. They got the whole squad out. They got the new guys. They're ready to go. So, Marky man, what's the forecast?
2: Oh, sorry, repeat that again. Sorry. Just, well, up. Lakers Minnesota. Yeah, Lakers, who, you, who you got? Uh, the Lakers. <laughs> okay, by what? Uh, by 4.
1: Lakers by 4 and who's going to be who's going to be the top performer?
2: AD. Okay.
0: Spencey, who you got in that game? Lakers by 12 and wow. AD as top performer.
1: I he, think pretty much everybody in Basketball has got to be picking the Lakers for that game. A, they're at home. B, the Timberwolves are in total disarray. I mean, um, but just to talk about Atlanta-Miami, I mean, Atlanta, I think Atlanta's strategy is probably going to be to try to get um, Miami in a shootout because that seems to be... If they can get if they can get those really high pace up tempo games going, they they often end up in those like crazy games where it's like one thirty eight to you know one one twenty nine victory that kind of thing
2: because
1: mm-hmm. they they yeah. you know I don't know and I don't know what do you think what do you think the key is for each of those teams yeah. to win like you've got like Spencer I'll ask you first you got Miami what what's going to be the key to the victory for Miami I
0: uh, I mean I just think truly I do think the Heat are a better team. And I yeah. think that Jimmy Butler he definitely turns it up a notch in the playoffs. Yeah. And they have like they are a very intense team and I think they have better defense. Yeah. Um and they have a lot of experience on the Heat in the playoffs. Like Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, um, even Bam. Um and the Hawks, like, if we can say that the he can lock down Trey. If I think that's kind of the key. If they can like hold him back,
2: then I think they should win.
1: Okay. And so you think so presumably you don't think they are going to be able to hold back Trey cuz you got Atlanta in this well, game. Well,
2: I don't for the if for Miami winning, I think the key to them, I don't think they should worry about Trey as much. I think they shouldn't let him get his 30 points yeah. and just worry about the other aspects. Maybe, shut. Maybe like, take away some of his assists. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking right? more. Yeah. Like, yeah. points, like, he's going to score points. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's just how it is. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, like, just shut down, like... Don't uh, let him get, like, 11 yeah. or 12 assists. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, and what about, like, do you think Murray's going to show up and for Atlanta? I
2: mean, who knows? Like, he has, I think, zero playoff experience. Right. He's never done it before, so...
1: Yeah, but it's a little different because it's not, like...
2: And it's not even the playoffs. It's a, yeah.
1: Well, it's a, it's a one game. Basically, it's, like... Mm-hmm win and granted it's not win or go home, but it is
0: Yeah. Yeah. They and need
1: they, it's it's bad to lose this game if you're a you know, I mean, if realistically,
0: if Bam is playing to his full abilities, what are they gonna do about that? Yeah. They don't have anyone who can And
1: I agree uh, also like Butler is like a super intense like they went to the Eastern Conference final last season, right? Yeah. On a team that like wasn't that great yeah. really, like pretty much the same thing. Now the difference is Lowry is not Lowry. I don't even know this. is he even playing. Um, okay. I think he is back, yeah, but yeah. he's just like clearly. I mean, what is he? Thirty seven now. He's just not yeah. the same that he was.
0: Yeah, he's he's definitely he's just he's scoring less and. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's not his role at all anymore. No. no, but he he does he does a good job of handling the ball and making good passes. Yeah, I mean,
2: he's always gonna be he's a great leader. Obviously, yeah, he facilitates the floor. Yeah. He tells people where they and, need to be and he, and he has gets playoff assists. Experience and he, has, too. he knows exactly what he's doing in the playoffs.
1: Sure, sure. And I think but I think even I was looking at some stats and apparently Butler, I don't know how they measure this exactly, but he's still v- v- top he may even be have the most he like his, his clutch shooting percentages or all yes. that. Yeah. He's like still at the top of the league in terms of clutch situations. So he's just one of those guys that can kind of just will a team to victory on a one-off yeah. basis. I don't know. Over the and like, point.
2: yeah, he takes charges. Like he argues with the ref who in some cases that's a good thing. Like, yeah, yeah, like for sure. he, he causes like, <laughs> it causes like other players to get going and like, yeah, he, you know, he, he, yeah, he's a boost of energy.
1: Well, and not to mention they have guys, like you say, bam, and they have hero, you know, Hero's a guy that mm. can catch fire and, you know, and, and score and score 30, you know? Mm. Um, Yeah. I mean, I have a hard time. At the same time, there's something about the Hawks, you know, they're just one of those teams that can just explode for so much offense that it becomes really hard to overcome. But I I do kind of think Miami and it's it's in Miami, which gives them a a huge edge. All right. So um, on Wednesday, uh, let's talk about the Western game first. So. Number 10 OKC is in New Orleans to take on uh, the number 9 Pelicans. So, Marky Man, what's the forecast?
2: Um I'm going to have to go with the Pelicans. Okay. I'll say Ingram.
1: It's got to be Ingram. I mean, he seems to be like now that he's back and playing. Okay. You know, and it's been he real He
2: just had like 42 the other night. Oh yeah, he's So, sorry, how many did you say uh, they went by? Uh oh, I'll say 2. Okay,
1: yeah. I mean, I never really had much of an appreciation for him as a player because we don't see a lot of Pelicans games, and then he was injured for a really long time this season. And I, you know, before the season, I didn't watch basketball as closely. But man, I happened to catch a few games, and that guy—that guy's good. Yeah, sure. (laughs)
2: It's crazy. Um, He's like a—he basically looks like you're watching KD out there.
1: He just has that level. There's a certain type of like calm, relaxed, just, like, yeah. skill ability where certain guys, they're just like, oh, his shot went in again, yeah. oh, his shot went in It's again.
2: also like, yeah, he doesn't even look very fast, but he's so big and lanky that he just gets to where he needs to be on the court at all times and is so, like, good at creating separation for himself. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's an impressive player, and they, but they, and they have, you know... They're to me. I mean, I, I genuinely don't believe even if they managed to get out of the play and, they, and say they won a first round miraculously, like I still don't think Zion's coming back. I think, yeah. I think they've shut him down. Like they're teasing this idea yeah. that he's still conditioning and staying in shape and all of that. I think that they're, you know, they're just saying that to maybe I don't know who knows why it's public relations, but I, I feel like he's not coming back no, no yeah. matter what. Mm. Um, maybe if they made the final by some miracle, they'd be like, all right let's mobilize them, But then at that point, it's but like, that, maybe at just that leave point, it's like out. Yeah. Maybe <laughs>
2: just like go, with, like, maybe
1: just go for it without them. Um, so wh- who do you got in that game?
0: Yeah, so this see. is hard. I could see either team winning, but I, I'm going to pick OKC. Okay. And Shay as the top performer. How? Oh, uh, by five.
1: OKC by five with, with Shay. Yeah. I mean, Shay, um, he certainly has that kind of that. I mean, I think we're going to get into. The, we'll we'll very quickly touch on like your picks for the NBA awards this year. But a lot of people said in the absence of, you know, just to not to give it away, I think Markinen is probably a lock for most improved player. <laughs> but if he hadn't had that tr- the, a truly remarkable season, because his his differential in points per game and, and a whole bunch of other categories are are truly. Remarkable. Yeah. Um. He also has some stat of like dunks and three pointers that's like no one's ever done before. Yeah. Anyway, but if in the absence of him, I think the number two is probably Shea. I think a lot of people Shea went from like star player to like superstar player this
0: this season. Like everybody was like he's good. Sorry. Why are we talking about Laurie marketing and I was Shea? talking? Sorry, I,
1: I was just I just happened to bring up all I wanted. The point I wanted to make and yeah. I digressed for too long was that I think. Shea may in the absence of Larry Markinen would have won most improved oh, player. Okay. So I'm just saying yeah. what a great yeah. player he is and how well he's played yeah. this year and yeah. how consistent he's been and how um how how much he's able to really like put a team on put the team on his back. But the nice part is is that they have all these guys that have been playing really well. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And have emerged. He's got this great supporting cast now, and they're like definitely, and they're all young. With Giddy being an obvious one, but also what's his name? Uh, probably number two in the in the rookie race. Um, uh, Jalen Is
2: that his name.
1: No, no. That's, he's on Detroit. Oh, yeah. Jalen Williams. Yeah, what, yeah there's Jaylen two Jalen. There's Jaylen. two. On, there's two of them on. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, there's two Jalen Williams. Jaylen, the one without uh, the, the one yeah. not spelled weirdly. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So him, the Isaiah Joe Luganstore. Like, there's all they have some good players. So anyway. I'm I'm happy with either of those teams winning. Um, I think because I think what's gonna I am sort of predicting that Minnesota is gonna lose, and then they might lose again. (laughs) And so I think there is a good chance that whoever wins out of the Pelicans and OKC will go on to face uh, the Nuggets. So anyway, I
2: also yeah I also think the Nuggets like. Who knows about them? Like, they couldn't go out first round, like...
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they could just lay an egg real bad, but... Um, yeah, the West is really weird. Anyway, we'll get into some of the, that other stuff, but... The other game that we have to talk about as Raptors fans is that um, on Wednesday, the Bulls, the number 10-seeded Bulls, are in Toronto to take on the number 9-seeded Raptors, so... Spencey, what's the forecast?
0: The Raptors are going to win okay. by six,
2: and it's going to be Siakam.
0: Really? Interesting.
2: I don't think the Bulls are going to stand a chance. I think they're, they're going to like completely just mess up. Like They're just completely going to come out with like no energy. Right. That's my prediction. I think yeah. the Ra- Raptors, I got Raptors winning by 15. Oh, my Siakam gosh. Siakam as a right. tar form. I can just like I just feel like that's just, like the Bulls are just like that yeah. they're just going to I can just feel that Siakam is going
0: to just like forget everything yeah. about whatever's been happening recently with him and I think he's just going to play extremely well. The only reason I'm scared about the Bulls is I do have a feeling DeRozan is probably going to play out of his mind as he usually oh, oh yeah. does against us. Yeah. Um But now I do feel more comfortable because we do have Pertle to match up against Vucevic. Definitely. Yeah. Um, And Pertle probably knows DeRozan pretty well. So that could be a factor in terms of being able to shut down DeRozan. We do know him well mm -hmm. as a player.
1: Yeah. Remember, they do also have everybody just talks about, like, no one ever wants to talk about Levine because it's like he's seemingly this disappointing uh, player, but he nonetheless is an extremely dangerous offensive
0: player. He and DeRozan. Are the exact same player to me this season. Well, I know I have both of them on my fantasy team, and they switch between shooting guard and small forward, and they do the exact same things. Yeah. And they both can shoot and dunk like from mid range. Well, I mean, like like yeah. they feel like well, Levine the same can player.
2: shoot the three. I'm pretty sure, right? And DeRozan can't. I mean, yeah. can't. He's, he's like a terrible three point shooter. Like, I never. He's when it come to the guy I just never see him even try. Like, no, so he really doesn't shoot them, and he doesn't shoot them efficiently. Yeah.
1: Well. Okay, so I just want to sort this out. Then, like, very, like, if the way you have it, Spencer, let's we'll just do yours first. Mm-hmm. So, the way you have it is that Miami, Miami's going to win. Yes. Okay, so then that means they got to take on the Raptors. So, in in that matchup, who you got?
0: The Raptors.
1: Okay. Because those the, those times and dates haven't been set yet. Like, it's not mm-hmm. on the schedule. Like, they don't schedule them ahead of time. They actually. Schedule them only after tomorrow night's games. Um, so, you're saying Toronto um, in your scenario yeah. by by what?
0: Uh, four. With who as a top performer? Yeah, I that could that Freddie.
1: Okay, and then so Marky man, you have you had Atlanta. So then it would be Atlanta. Um, Versus Raptors. So who yeah, would you have? Um, and remember, this is an away game for the Raptors in either case, no matter what.
2: Yeah, I, have been, I would have Atlanta winning it, honestly.
1: Okay.
0: But yeah, I got to say, I'm I'm the most scared of Atlanta. You'd rather
1: play Miami I'd rather than, play Miami than sure. Atlanta?
2: Yeah, I th- we would lose to Atlanta by four. It would be a stupid, frustrating game, and we'd get, yeah. we're going to uh, get super mad at the refs. It's going to be a whole thing. <laughs>
0: okay, so Atlanta
1: by how much? Four. And who's gonna to be top performer?
0: Uh young. Yeah. I could also see like an absolute disastrous situation with the Raptors in this plan. Yeah. Like I could see the worst possible things happening. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean the worst the worst they either they either lose the first game
0: or they lose the second game.
1: Those are equally bad outcomes. Yeah. Like frankly I don't really like I don't actually even care, like because it means nothing to me. If they, I mean, having a home victory will be great. Yeah. And then if they lose the next one, it will like I'll be like, oh, who even cares? Uh, yeah. But,
0: yeah. I'm just scared that if we don't make it out of the play in, that there's going to be some massive changes in the off
1: Well, I think there's going to be some changes in the off no matter what. Um, I yeah. think, including, I think, I think Nick Nurse might be on the on the chopping block um and we can we can get into all that we'll talk a little bit more about the raptors in general but i just want to like this other scenario then okay so you have um since you have okc winning and the lakers winning um who would win out of uh okc versus minnesota spencer
0: uh I would put, I'm going to say OKC by seven.
1: Okay. And top performer, Shea? Yeah. Yeah. And then in your scenario, it would be, um, yeah, it would be Minnesota would have to take on um, the Pelicans.
2: Yeah, I would say the Pelicans by four with Ingram as top performer.
1: Yeah, so that would be over... Sorry. That's over. Uh, so wait, you have... You have, Pelicans the, Pelic- winning by four you have the Pelicans beating Minnesota. Ingram, that's so far. Yeah, okay. So let's just look at then... So since... We, I'm not going to get into one... like we ha- I don't want to do every scenario for the one seed versus whatever play and see because it hasn't been determined. So just very quickly, I'm going to ask you guys... Okay, so Phoenix clippers obviously phoenix has home court advantage they're number four against the clippers number five who's winning that series and how many games answer what do you got
0: uh suns and six
2: okay Markyman. man suns and
1: five wow you really think so eh
2: yeah you think it's just gonna i go? mean it's they i don't think the suns have lost with kd i
1: think they lost one
2: yeah but, I mean, yeah. Katie, it was a meaningless it, game for them. It, yeah. it just didn't. at that. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's in the important games, games that are real games, the Suns haven't lost with Kevin Durant in the lineup. so.
1: Well, I guess – I don't know if it was a meaningless game. It may not have been. I may be right about that. But either way, they ended up just edging out the Clippers, and so now the Clippers don't have home court yeah. advantage, which I think is, is a factor. I also think they don't have Paul George, which is a problem, whereas the Suns are basically healthy – um. Okay, so the other West. Uh, let's just finish off the West then. So we got Sacramento number three uh, going up against Golden State six. Marky man, what's your what what who you got there?
2: The Warriors in six.
0: Okay,
1: and uh, Spencey.
0: I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna say, the Kings are gonna
2: win. Okay. In six.
1: And six.
2: No interesting. It's it's hard for me with that one because, like, the Kings have home court advantage, so yeah. it's you know you, that, you know how that goes with the Warriors, but yeah. I something tells me that like they're just like they're gonna come in like angry, and I think like Clay Thompson I, I think Curry think are angry. Right Warriors
0: are gonna go in over their heads, and I think I'm gonna ch- actually gonna change it to seven games because I think that the warriors are going to go in overconfident and i think that sacramento kings are going to show them they're serious and then i think yeah it's going to even out to like a final game
1: i think what yeah i i kind of think that could it could be a, a similar trajectory like game 1 sacramento could even like blow them out yes. or really st- stun them then golden state will like firm up maybe steal a game in sacramento but it'll almost be it won't it'll be too late Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and and at the end of the day, Golden State will win the remaining game, home games, but it won't matter. They won't be able to overcome mm-hmm. the situation. I think it could easily go seven, but with Sacramento winning, that then again, Golden State could easily win that series. Yeah. Like that's, I, There's no doubt yeah. about it. Because, mm-hmm. again, you're talking about a team, Sacramento hasn't been in the playoffs since, like, 2006 yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Golden State's a bunch of guys that are like, okay, let's get this done. Yeah. They're not a true <clears throat> six seed. I think any no one wants to face them, but at the, at the end of the day, that they you have to go through them. Like they, you know, they're just one of those teams. Like, are they a true six seed? Like, it's incredible that they finish that high, considering like their their away record. Yeah, and and considering that stuff is out for a long time and a bunch of stuff. But anyway, let's move on to the East. So, um, a, a series that I, I feel like I'm really excited about. Um, uh, we got, we got Cleveland. Um, actually let's do the other, the other one first, because I think it's a little more straightforward. So number three, Philly taking on number six, Brooklyn, Marky man,
2: who you got? Uh, Philly in seven. Philly Why seven. in the heck? Because I don't know. The nets have been able to like hold on and like, I don't know, like McAu Bridges has been averaging I like 28 cares, points with them. Though. Yeah. I don't know. What, like, I, they're not the a playoff team. Yeah. Who knows? Well, we, the thing is, we don't know.
0: When the bench comes out, how are we supposed to know? The Nets, it's yeah. going to be a massacre. I believe that
1: it would be a is massive it upset.
2: I mean, I, I, well, I, first of all, I said Philly's winning. Second of all, you did? I said, yeah, I said seven. And also, like, Cam Thomas just had another 47 point game off. Like, it doesn't. He's a bench player.
0: Just, I think he's just a player. He's got good moves, and if the shots fall, then he's going to have score a lot. That's that's his whole thing. His whole okay. thing. He can't do anything else besides score. And if he's having a good night, he's going to have a lot of points. All right. So, what do you got? Sixers you got- and five.
1: Sixers and five. Okay. That's that. I was wondering if you're going to pick him at four. I I'm probably closer to to Spencer than than Marky Man on this one, but. You never know. Brooklyn, I think, could, could stun them. And I think also the other thing with Philly, and I do think it's different this year, like they, I don't know, but Embiid just got the scoring title and Harden just got the assist title. Like they got their whole thing going. They seem really tough. They've beaten some good teams this year, including Boston. Um, They, I think they're on a mission at the same time. I feel like they have like a, there's like a weird psychological thing going on and, and Brooklyn's dangerous because no one expects anything out of them. So they're just a bunch of like guys who are like, we're actually pretty good. And I think they could stun them. I think it's more, they they would have to steal a game. Like maybe they steal game one.
0: Exactly. But that's why I'm saying like, when it comes to the NBA, you got to remember, this is not March Madness. It's not one and done. No, I know yes, they, they could steal the first game, but in the end, the Sixers are an amazing team. Yeah. I and agree. who cares? Like and That's why I have the Sixers winning. Yeah, but <laughs> in seven is ridiculous. If they're going to go to seven games with Brooklyn, they're,
1: it does not bode well for their having no. a deep playoff run if they do that. Yeah, I think. And I think they want to like absolutely crush them so that they get a bit of a rest before the next round. Anyway, let's talk about the next the next matchup, which I think is like, Probably kind of hard to predict. Mm -hmm. Nonetheless, very interesting and should be fun. I'm kind of Mm -hmm. – for for whatever reason, I feel like it's like – I'm kind of looking forward to it the most, at least for Mm -hmm. a first-round series, um, which is the number four uh, seed Cleveland um, taking on number five seed New York Knicks. Don't think anybody would have picked the Knicks finishing fifth at the beginning of the season. Nonetheless, they keep surprising everyone with how well they've done. So, Marky Man, who you got?
2: Um I have Cleveland. In how many games? In six.
1: Cleveland in six. All right. Why? Do you think it's just like a defense thing that their defense is and they have home court advantage? I mean,
2: I think it's I don't think Knicks have much uh playoff experience. I mean neither does I mean I guess Cleveland doesn't have that much either, but I don't know. Oh. I, I think Domin Mitchell, like he's always played well in the playoffs. He's like, you know, they got all these guys like Darius Garland, like a lot of the times they just, they're unstoppable just because of their offense. Yeah. And I don't think, and obviously they're not a terrible defensive, like I don't think they're a terrible defensive team. Cleveland? They're very yeah. good. They yeah. might oh, even be oh, the best defense Oh yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah, the yeah. oh, yeah, they have yeah. yeah. But yeah, well then there you go, like, you know, yeah. they have 51 wins, like
1: it's... No, they, they're they a very, very strong team um, this year, and yeah, I think Mitchell's a special player, although you know, the next keep surprising people. So Spencer, who, who you got?
0: I think Leon's going to win in seven. Yeah. I think it's going to be, I think they're pretty evenly matched. Yeah. I think it's going to be very fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. Like what I like about a series like this is no one knows what to expect because these versions of these teams are new. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're four or five. So it's like, They're pretty close, and it's kind of like, oh, it's hard to Uh predict because we neither are, as you say, like there's not a there's not a lot of uh, team playoff experience as units for either of these teams. So it'll be interesting to see how they how that all shakes out. So okay, well I think we've gotten we've covered our our playoffs at least for the first week. Um, I think as we go along and we go week by week, there'll be a couple games will have happened and a couple things will have happened, so we'll be able to kind of I'll give you guys games that'll be like key games, like Game Three or Game Four of, of a series coming up. You know, it'll be more. We'll have more to go on because we'll be able to see um, these teams as they progress through the playoffs. But anyway, really quickly, um, I wanted to ask you guys since we we've talked about that, and um, um, you know, I think I don't. I, I think we're we're going to we we won't even do Pasquale's ki- uh, kitchen this 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 episode because. There's not really anything to talk about mm-hmm. with the Raptors. Like they're in the plan. They they got to win or go home. You know, yeah. it's just that simple. Um, and we'll see what happens. Like we don't need to break it down any further. We already sort of covered it. But um, uh, what I would like to quickly touch on is 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 the NBA award. So we'll just. I just want you to just tell me who you got. So um, let's just talk the big one. The big one that everybody is. It's still a debate. MVP, Spencer, who you got? Oh, man. Jokic. I want Jokic for the 3 P eh? Day, Okay. And what about you, Marky Man? Embiid. Okay. I mean, I've heard, you know, basketball analysts that are very respected, and it seems like it's a toss-up now at this point. It yeah. does seem it's between those two. It's not like Giannis yeah. doesn't have a chance. It's like one of the two of those yeah, guys are going to sure. win. So, and, and I agree with something that I've heard. I, I'm i perfectly fine with either one of them winning it. I, I don't think yeah. it's going to be a ripoff if one of them wins it. Like I'm not going to be like angry that one of them didn't win yeah. it. It's like mm-hmm. if Jokic wins, I, yeah, I feel bad for Embiid, but like it's, it's perfectly fine for him yeah. to have won it. And I feel the same way about Embiid. So yeah. Um, yeah. I hope uh, – we know that one of them is going to win it, and I think they've been one too this whole time, right? Like, Embiid had, mm. has finished number two the last two times that Jokic has won. Yeah, one yeah
2: I, I, it would be nice to see him just get one. It would be great.
1: I mean, he's totally deserving of it, and if he does, I'll be super happy for him. So let's um, let's just go down to some of the other ones. So who do you got for um, – let's do most improved because we talked about it already, and I kind of already let the cat out of the bag. I think it's – everyone seems to think it's going to be And Do mm-hmm. you guys agree? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so Markkinen, Um, pretty amazing. I don't think anyone could have predicted that he could turn into the player that he's become uh, last year. Like, yeah, it's it's pretty like to become an all star and you know, be like the leader of that team and to have them be pretty good. And you know, if things gone had gone a little bit differently, they might have been in the plan. Yeah. So, they have a bright future, and I feel I feel great um, for the finisher as they call him, uh, that's his nickname. And, uh, you know, good luck, uh, Mr. Mark and in, in your uh, military service over the summer in Finland, um, defensive player of the year, Brooke Lopez who you got Marky man. I agree. Brooke Lopez. Yeah. I think it's only between, it's basically a two man race between Brooke Lopez and Jaron Jackson jr. I believe. Yeah,
2: I just don't
0: think Jaron Jackson's going to win it cause he's been, he was out in, too much. Out, yeah. yeah. It's
1: also like, I mean, Brooke Lopez's numbers have been truly remarkable. And he's 35, which is, I think he might be the oldest, yeah. end up as the oldest defensive player of the year yeah. ever, which is amazing. That yeah. He, he's another guy who's like changed his game as his career's advanced. And yeah, like just the, he had a, that one, remember he had a nine block game in March. Yeah. And like yeah. he has had, you know, blocks, rebounds. Like he just does yeah. what I, needs to be it's done. It's just,
0: it is unfortunate that I do think OGN and Obi could. He should be more up there. Yeah, because I feel like well, there he's, is, he was the steals I, leader yeah, this year. I think as a center, it's yeah. easier in a sense just mm. because like you can get more blocks. Yeah. Your job is to guard the paint, yeah, and get defensive rebounds and get blocks. Sure, sure. and. But OG as like an ISO defensive player is yeah. probably the best. The well, league. there's
1: some things about playing defense that don't really show up. You can't, it's hard to tell yes. that, where it's like, you're just all over a guy and nothing happens. He just has to get rid of the ball exactly. because he has, yeah. he can't do anything against you. Yeah,
0: And you can look at shooting percentages and you can also look at like who OG is guarding in every game Yeah, and how they, it's yeah. going to be the best player. Yeah.
1: Well, just the fact that he also had the fact that he leads the NBA and he in steals does also lead the NBA in steals and, uh, over Jimmy Butler, who he just edged out. It's he's yeah. basically just he's like one point nine steals per game or something. I mean, he's a great player. We love him. He's probably going to be gone. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever. Um, okay, so uh, who I don't even know who is in the running for sixth man. So you can just throw some names out and we'll move
0: on. Uh,
2: I'm just gonna put Brogdon. I don't think okay Westbrook is even on the table anymore. No. Yeah, honestly, I don't have any idea of six men either to be honest. With you. Like yeah. and I don't this is even what know what said, being in his year. <laughs> exactly. Like it doesn't it, make any sense. I don't care.
1: it's so weird because I don't know how they judge it and I never looked it up or it's like somebody who's yeah. six men that suddenly becomes a starter for half the season and so then what? Anyway, who cares? Uh mo- we did most improved, so we did defensive, um we did MVP. That covers it. Who do you think's going to be oh, rookie, rookie of the year?
0: It's uh Paulo and clearly he leads like,
1: yeah, it seems like it's going to be Bancaro. I think the number two, the runner up is going to be, uh, what's his name? Jalen
0: Williams. Like I just don't even know if it's going to be him anymore.
1: He he was at
0: the, he was at second for a while, but I I want to say that he went down.
1: Anyway, there's a lot of, there's been some good rookies this year. Yeah. I think this is a really
2: good year for rookies. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and Chet Holmgren will be considered a rookie next year. So he could win the rookie of the year next year. Wow. Because he didn't play at all this year. Yes.
1: Weird. So he could, yeah. Well, but unless you know who is coming over. So. I mean, yeah, so, um All right. Well, that's that's good. I mean, I think it's pretty interesting. The only one that didn't change dramatically um, from the beginning of the year is Ben Caro. You guys had, um, I mean, Marky Mann had Jokic at the beginning and you had Giannis at the beginning. Giannis is probably going to finish number three for MVP. Most improved. Nobody saw Markkinen. Um Spencer. you picked up on it at the halfway mark of the season. That no, was
0: a quarter. A par- uh, no, I, th- I,
1: oh yeah, the quarter mark of yeah. the season, yeah. So you picked up on that, and then both of you switched to Mark and then by the halfway park, halfway mark, mm-hmm. sixth man. Who cares? Defensive. Nobody had, uh, uh, certainly nobody picked Brick Lopez no. to be defensive oh, player of the
2: year. G, I think in the third. Yeah, I think we were yeah. both because he was OG like G too because we were just like. He, but like he was just, like second yeah. in the running for a bit. That's yeah, right. he
0: was. He's been top top five for the entire. Yeah, season. and what
1: do you think? We could do the whole like all NBA defensive team, but we're not going to do all that. Because um, I don't want to go down that road, but I mean, there's no, there's no doubting he's a great defensive player, one of the best in the league, and and, and uh, yeah, it's been uh, fun. So anyway, I, here we go. So why don't we? Uh, um, what? Oh, guys, I forgot my lead into this bit. Oh yeah, let's turn back the shot clock and Euro step our way into the past for time travel trivia. Okay. okay so for my first question we're going we're going to travel all the way back to yesterday all right That's a that's a hint mm-hmm. more than anything Who made the most three point shots this season
0: Crap uh Mm. I don't, I'm gonna say it's it's not Steph Curry.
1: Well, Steph was out, remember, for a yes. long time.
0: Was so. Clay Clay was out for a while, right?
1: A little bit. He had some injuries, yeah.
0: Um, I have two people. One is risky, though. Risky. Uh, okay. Uh, Clay Thompson
1: well in Sunday's final game against Portland which they won 157 to 101, Clay made six threes to bring his season total to 301 three points wow. shots made. So next question marky man including Clay how many players are there in the 300 plus? Three point shot club in a single season.
2: Curry, um, it's how, how many? Players? Just how many oh.
1: total are there, including Clay? Now he just joined the club. That was his first time shooting three hundred plus.
2: Three.
1: All right. So who are they?
2: Ray Allen, Curry, Clay. You
1: got 2 out of the 3. Okay. So who so you know that it's Curry and yeah. Clay. So who's the third?
0: Reggie Miller. Larry Bird. Uh, Kyle Lowry.
2: <laughs> Damian Lillard. Oh. Trey Young. Okay. James Harden. Oh, I clicked oh right it clicked right after I said, David yeah. Miller. Cause he's in third now.
0: I, I like No yeah. one talks about that.
1: So what am I um, talking about? Yeah. There's only three members of the 300 plus uh, three point shot in a season club. And you got those, it's, it's Clay Thompson who just joined the club at three Oh one. So he did it, mm-hmm. you know, just barely did yeah. it. Um, and the final game of the season.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, uh Steph Curry uh, is the only member of the 400-plus club, so he has the NBA single-season yeah, exactly. record. Um, so he yeah. uh, had 402 in the 2015-2016 season. In second place is James Harden, uh, who had 378 in the 2018-19 yeah. season. And Steph Curry's broken three hundred four times. So he had his 402, and then he had a 354, a 337, and a 324. So
0: I have to crazy. say this is kind of controversial, but I think Clay Thompson is the greatest like pure shooter of all time. I think he. I think down to <laughs> it. What What does that even mean? Like I I'm saying I think that if we're talking like like I know Curry's whole thing is shooting threes.
1: You mean so you think it would be a percentage thing? Like
2: I don't know what their career. I, are, yeah, maybe Clay. Clay's, yeah, maybe. Clay Thompson's better shooting percentage. Maybe. I
0: think he might be better at shooting. Yeah. Well, I think he I, has a better, I think he also no, has, the, he no. has the best shooting form. And yeah. he, like, no,
2: stationary, like he doesn't. Really. I don't think that's true at all because I guarantee.
0: He has the most threes in the game, doesn't he? He has the record. 14, but then Curry has 12. So it's like, but also Clay beat Curry in the three-point. Contest. Yeah, uh, but it's like, hard to say. and Clay, whatever. I Contests think, aren't the same as games. But, I Curry, mean, but in games, I swear more often than not, I, think, I swear Clay gets more. Well, three again, in a game. Sorry, my alarm went off.
2: Stephen Curry is like the chess piece on the team. So he's going to obviously be shooting more threes. Clay Thompson also gets way more open looks. Steph Curry, like, has yeah. to like shoot it off balance off of a pick and uh, that's what I'm short, saying. Any, like, any, I think Clay Thompson too, yeah. with open looks, is but again, like the best Curry and <laughs> what why is Curry not the best open look three point hold, shooter?
1: Hold on, hold on, but I think we th- this debate this was, is, we yeah. need more statistical sort of like things. You guys want to have this debate? Like, all I'm all just means.
0: saying, I think it's a possibility <laughs> that Clay is the best. I think like, you're just saying, that he, I'm just saying that because he looks good while he shoots. <laughs> well.
1: That's an assignment for you, Spencer. You find some stats and some things to back that up. And that might actually. Okay,
0: fine. At up. least I think Clay is looks, at least second best. Okay, he is better than Ray Allen and Reggie Miller at shooting threes. And yeah,
1: think... and it's entirely possible. It's like it, it, he the, his shots look beautiful. There's no doubt about that. Um, it's he's he's fun to watch, and he he's had a real bounce back season because people thought mm-hmm. um, that he might be. Uh, you know he might be done after that, though, at that injury. Um, and he's he's played really well this year, and I think that's a huge boon for them in the playoffs. Um, I should also mention that um, James Harden, I think, one season scored <laughs> two hundred ninety nine three balls, one of the years. So he's had a lot. I mean, he's had yeah. so many. And if you look, if you, it's funny because if you look at the all time NBA um, leaders, it's actually. It's like Steph, 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 Steph. Now Clay Harden. It's basically those. It's you know Harden is up there. Mm-hmm. It's all current players who are still
0: like. That's why in their I was that's why I'm also almost saying past Clay their has also like played last season. Like
1: guys like Ray Allen and stuff, they have like one season, and they're mm-hmm. like maybe it's like the twentieth best ever. Okay, here, yeah.
2: here's the deal. Steph Curry's career three point percentage forty two point seven. Klay Thompson forty one point three. So you're wrong okay. because it's better. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway,
1: that's that's about uh, all we have. And so so listeners, next week I think we'll be back to our regular Sunday schedule. So apologies. I know some of you uh, were uh, look look for the episodes on Sundays, and we had an extra long break because last week was on Saturday. This week was on the Monday, but I think the Monday ultimately was better. So happy Easter. Yeah, happy Easter. It is still Easter Monday. Um, and we will see you next time next Sunday.
0: See ya. Bye. i got nothing else to say.